This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Really hard to tell what's going on. It's shaking like a son of a Step right here, you man. 47 to go. Just do the best you can. We'll just try to limp it home. With Mike Davis and Amanda Troutman, I'm Taylor Zarzer. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. We've got a deal for you, Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. Spy, the exclusive sponsor of the Dale Jr. Download, is offering 20% off your purchase of any Dale Jr. Signature 88 Collection sunglasses. Just go to spyoptic.com, find your favorite pair of 88 Collection sunglasses, and enter code Dale, yeah, Dale, yeah. at checkout. This discount can also now be used trackside at the Junior Nation Souvenir Hauler and right here in the Junior Motorsports Retail Shop as well. So cool stuff happening as long as you just shout Dale Yeah. Dale Yeah. I mean, seriously, they, did you see the shirts that the uh, folks from Spy brought to Fan Day last week? They were awesome. Mm-hmm. And I saw them all over the track. The oh, Spy, really? Yeah. Spy did a great job putting out the Dale Yeah shirts. Uh, all over Charlotte Motor Speedway. You know, it's funny you say that because um, on Saturday I went out to the track and was part of the PRN broadcast of the Nationwide Race, and I parked my car in the media parking lot, which is in the infield, and I'm walking towards the media center, and I'm not kidding. I passed five people and said, hey, Tyler, how you doing? And all of them were – I mean, I didn't say – I mean, I don't know how they know who I am, but three of them were wearing Dale Yes shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Junior Nation, man, is amazing. It really is. I mean, I walk out of my car and some junior fan just says, hey, man, Taylor, good to see you, man. Love the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. I You know, I was out of the track this weekend in place of Hogue, as I will be for the next two weeks. And, yeah, a lot of people came up to me uh, saying the same thing, even on pit road. Even somebody in the National Guard came up go. to me on pit road and said, Dale, yeah. So, yeah. just neat, man. It is pretty cool, a lot of fun. man. Uh, those shirts are awesome. Uh, fired up about that. Not very fired up about the race, though. Um, no. You know, you hate it when you have an engine trouble. And, uh, Mike, obviously you were up close and personal there to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Junior was describing, you know, this radio clip that Amanda played at the beginning here. Uh, he was describing this vibration in the car as we were going to the helipad. By the way, you talk about parking in the media lot. We parked at the helipad. That's uh, just pretty so cool. you know. All right, so anyways um, – <laughs> But but he was describing this vibration. It's important to note that it was happening as he was accelerating. You know, it was uh, so so. There's a good indicator uh, that something's very much wrong. It's not like one of those wheel well vibrations. You know, like a loose wheel. So as he's you know launching down the back straightaway, this this vibration gets you know borderline violent. And the best way I can describe it, being that this is an audio forum here, is it, it sort of reminded me. You know how a space shuttle when it reenters the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. And, you know, at least how we've been led to believe through movies, I guess. I've never been there first person. But, you know, as he accelerated, it just got worse and worse. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, there was issues there. I got to be honest with you. I can't believe they made it to the checkered flag. Yeah, that was amazing, especially given that some of the other Hendrick engines had some trouble. I mean, Danica had uh, some problems. Kurt Busch had a whole lot of problems uh, the other night as well. I know Casey didn't have a good run, but that had, that that didn't that wasn't engine related. But uh, clearly, you're right. I mean, some other people weren't able to get to the finish, so it it was impressive, and uh, you could tell something terribly wrong was was going on with that, and that that's frustrating too because I, I felt like he would have had a chance to really compete for that win, Mike. At the end, I mean, he had a top three, top four car on those long yeah. green flag runs, and you know, it's all about getting yourself to nighttime. Yeah, and uh, I felt like you know, last fifty seventy five laps, he would have really had something for him. He said after the race. Uh, to me, we could have won that race. 
that car was that fast. And, you know, I always yeah. love the fact that as long as this has been going on, a lot of people ask me, was Junior in a bad mood? Well, you know, how, how dejected was he after the race? If the car had speed, yeah, he can handle it. Right. If the car doesn't have speed, he can't handle it. I'm telling you. And the car had speed. He said that that car could have won the race without the problems that he had. But, you know, there was a point, there was a point uh, when all this stuff was happening, like – on top of the motor issues, he's talking about something about the brake pedal, like there was a long brake pedal, and then all of a sudden he said something about the suspension, and I'm just thinking, my gosh, this thing is, the, the bolts are coming loose out of this thing. I thought like they, they need to take Superman off and put the Memphis Bell on the side of it if, it, <laughs> if he actually makes it back to the checkered flag. So I'm glad that That's they were able to get funny. home. That's pretty funny right there. Uh, well, I am too, and here is Junior after the race on Sunday night with what happened. Hey, everybody. Just got home from Charlotte. It was a pretty quick trip. Um, you know, disappointed. I know everybody's disappointed uh, this week about whatever issues we were having. I'll just spell it out to, you know, make it clear to whoever wasn't there or uh, wasn't listening. But we had water pressure gauge getting real, real high, and uh, it turns red when it gets to a certain pressure, and I get notified and, and tell Steve. We'd seen a couple cars blow up to 41 to 10, breaking engines, not knowing why, obviously being inside the car. But I was aware of that, and I was just kind of sitting there, uh, you know, watching that water pressure. And, damn, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but the donkey's going crazy. Yeah. Y'all hear a different animal every week. Um, anyways. All right, the water the water pressure is going going up, and I tell Steve, and he's like, "All right, we'll keep watching it." And it's staying pretty steady, but still climbing. And we picked up a real bad vibration, and and it was it's it, you know it wasn't a wheel vibration or anything like that, but just shaking like crazy on throttle, getting worse down the straightaway. And it got to to a point where I was afraid to hold it wide open. It just felt like everything was just going to come apart. You know, I thought we were breaking the motor. We saw the other guys break engines. Steve, you know, the water pressure would tell you that your your motor's going to break. And Steve says, come on down pit road. We come down pit road. We hit the release valve and knock the pressure out of it. Uh, go back out on the track. We didn't fill it with fuel. Probably should have. But uh, go back on the track. Vibration's still really bad, but it actually calms down the more I run. And apparently, you know, I don't know what is wrong with a car. I can't tell you that. But they're going to they're gonna figure that out and hopefully have us an answer. And apparently we, uh, you know, I overreacted or we overreacted as a team or whatever. I take the blame. I don't, I don't care. But... Uh, as far as the situation, the car made it to the end. I guess if we didn't, you know, thought about it or in hindsight, we could have raced down pit road, popped the hood, hood la uh, popped the hood flap, and hit the release valve, knocked the pressure out, put it fuel in it, two tires, and went back on the track and only lost about a lap or two. And instead, we ended up losing four laps. We got two of them back, were able to race some guys, gain some positions, and end up 19th. So I was sitting there thinking we was going to be broke, finished 36. We ended up finishing 19th, so I'm a little bit happy about that. The other end of that is the car was really fast. Uh, as disappointed as everybody is, you got to think about how good, good we've been all year, how fast these cars have been, and how quick that car was tonight. So, wins are going to come. we got to stay positive. We can't let stuff like this spin us out and not go to the racetrack thinking we can win. we got to go. we got to leave this track tonight thinking, man, we had a competitive car that could win the race, unload the next week with that same attitude, and just take on off. And uh hope you guys enjoy the download. Take it easy. Well, I love that stuff right there. That's it fires me up. I love hearing the uh, the confidence he speaks with, uh, how positive he is. He's absolutely right. That that is absolutely the attitude that that you have to have. And uh, I love how he feels 
you know, uh, somewhat responsible to explain to all these listeners what what he thinks went wrong with the car. I mean, you just don't find many people that are willing to do that and and walk you through it like that. That so, I mean, it's just another reason why this podcast is so great. But Mike, the reason why the guy is the most popular guy in in motorsports and will always be as long as he's out there racing is because he he opens a door to go outside and says, "Damn." Donkey's going crazy. I don't know if y'all hear this. But, I don't know uh, if y'all can hear this. Donkey's got, going crazy. We got a different animal every week. That is why that the man is most popular guy in motorsports. It, because who else is having donkey sounds in the background when they're taping a podcast, well, Mike Davis? Hold on. It's not the first time an ass has interrupted Junior, but usually it's me. <laughs> so uh, the, the thing about that, let me give you a little context. This is so funny because we got home. We got to his house. Yeah, and he's still in his fire suit. We left the we left the racetrack in his and uh, you know he was still in his fire suit. We get home, he grabs my phone. He likes to go downstairs uh, and get away and and be alone in his thoughts when he records this. So he pops back up, you know, about five minutes later, and he goes, "Hey, you know what? You're gonna want to listen to that audio on the way home. You know, there's a you know how there's an animal every week that you know sort of makes racket in the background. This week it's a donkey." <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, I can't wait to hear this. So I'm, I'm driving, I pull out, and I'm, uh, I'm driving home, and I'm listening to it, and I'm just like, yeah, only Junior, yeah, has the the perspective of a donkey, yeah, you know, given, you know, I, I just, I loved it. It was so funny, so funny. It's just so authentic. It's so genuine. It's great. It's, uh, it's, it's awesome to hear. And I love how he doesn't stop and re-record. Yeah, Anybody no, else I mean, it's and real. Right, right. It's real. Hey, it, you know, I mean, he's, he's going outside so he can get his thoughts, and he, and he damn. Yeah. Y'all hear that? Man. If you yeah, can hear it wailing crazy. in the background. Yeah, oh. you could. So <laughs> I mean if if Well, I mean, listen, old Eeyore in the background was upset <laughs> about the race too. If Hogue wasn't at the beach, I'd have thought it was him, but no, it was, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Do you know any of these these donkeys' names out there? I gotta be honest, I didn't even know he had a donkey out there to be honest. Uh because where he went out the door, he goes down into where this bar area downstairs, it's like basement level, and he went out the back door and it faces pasture you know it faces yeah. pasture and that's where he has the buffalo that is you know made headlines laverne and shirley and whatever and so he sort of just has has kind of accumulated different livestock out there i didn't know there was a donkey I, I never really pay attention but clearly there is and you know what it's now the most popular donkey in nascar <laughs> yeah, yeah. at least in nascar right. maybe the united states try to beat that reddit yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that well, that don't. I tell you what, I can promise you this: that donkey will have a name uh, somewhere on Twitter by yeah. the end of this day. I should ask Junior what the name of the donkey is, and if it does not have a name, and it may yeah. not, and yeah, if it has good. a name, and we'll get Dale Junior to answer. This. If the donkey has a name, let's try to guess what it is. Let's yeah. not let him tell us. So that, no, I, exactly. You know, if you yeah. know Junior, then you should be able to get this. Let's, you know, yeah. we'll figure it out. But, I feel like it's got to have a name. Almost everything yeah. out there does. The goats' names are Bonnie and Clyde. You know? Amanda, right, do you have right. donkeys on your on your property? Oh no, 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 no! I tell you what, I tell you <laughs> one thing: she does have an engagement yeah. ring, Taylor. Oh, I was wondering about that. Yes, <laughs> congratulations! Yes. Thank you. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get Charlotte Race Week. Did you do it at the racetrack? Did it, Did he propose? You know, on pit road, in victory lane, <laughs> in victory lane. Yeah. Walked up there. Oh my no. goodness! No, congratulations. I can't believe. You know what? Your ears must have been burning. That's a, that is awesome because out at the track on. You know, all these people are asking me about the podcast and in the media and on pit road and all this stuff. And 
God, I'm trying to remember who it was, but somebody comes up to me and says, I, I tell you the best thing that happened to that podcast is y'all took Amanda Troutman. Oh, and I said, I, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, and so we're, <laughs> we're, we're shooting the breeze. And, uh, yeah, no, his name was not Kip. <laughs> we were shooting the breeze. And, and then I said, you know what? I think it's about time for Amanda to get engaged, I would think. Yeah. I bet she's going to get married sometime soon. I swear to you, I Did said you this really? on Saturday. It, it, you know what? It happened Saturday night. Saturday wow. night, yeah, because we had to be back for Sunday. Well, race. maybe the guy's name was Kip. I don't think it was. But <laughs> All right, one more thing before we get into Reaction Theater. Mike, uh, you and uh, Stevie uh, been chatting before this podcast? Well, I talked to him this morning because anytime you have mechanical issues, you know, I like yeah. to get the crew chief's perspective, you know. And if you really paid attention to what Junior said in his audio, you sensed there was some accountability stuff going on, you know. You know, talking about like, yeah, maybe I yeah. overreacted or what, we could have done this in hindsight. And, uh, you know, so it's not just you. He's talking about the entire team. Yeah, in hindsight, they may have could have handled that situation better. They lost four laps during that whole sequence. I mean, between the time the vibration happened and the time they, they make the green flag pit stop. So, yeah, I spoke with Stevie, and he brought up an interesting point. And he says, you know, it's extremely difficult to run fast every week, and they've managed to be pretty much fast every week. What happens is – they don't get a whole lot of practice in crisis situations or crisis management because mm-hmm. uh, they haven't had – there have been a few, for, of course, but he says we could certainly handle these moments of crisis better, and that's something they need to work on. For instance, clearly there was an opportunity to put gas and tires on the car during that pit stop. They didn't. What that meant is that Junior had to come back in, was it some 20, 30 laps later, and get gas and tire. Well, he'd been on pit road already. So there was one thing that, you know, and I think Junior may have alluded to that during his uh, audio there. He also talked about, you know, they didn't really have to, in hindsight, open up the hood. They could have just simply popped the hood, right. flap open, bled the valve. They bled the valve. They just did it with the hood open and all this stuff. Just another thing that that cost time. Uh, that's something they could have done. And then Junior also admitted afterwards about, you know, that he didn't go full throttle when the vibration uh, escalated. You know, he, he was like, I, I didn't want to run full speed because I was fear was just going to, you know, blow the hood open. Well, that's information that Stevie could have also known. But, you know, he sees his car that's two seconds off the pace. He can only assume that the mechanical issue is the direct cause of that. So as good as their communication has been, mm-hmm. it can always be better. Just crisis management situations that are so pivotal. I mean, the way to unpack this for us is simply that better to be ironing this out now. You know, because it's extremely difficult to be very fast every week. They are fast every week. But a championship team is one that can take those crisis moments, those when you get the gremlins, and they will happen. You know yeah. that it'll happen. Junior said that. But to make the absolute most of it, you know, best-case scenario. And so, Did Stevie this morning tell you what the problem – like, have they, they, don't know they yet. figured that out yeah, yet? You know, without with yesterday, you know, they'll know this morning, but not as the, at the time of the taping of this podcast they didn't yet. So there was clearly well, something, it, you know. I think the best example of how they, you know, they need to get better, but they, the, the confidence everybody has in them is what we saw in the last nine races of last year. Yes, they didn't get a win, but they were competing for wins every single one of those weeks. Yeah. And, and that says – how seriously they take everything, and, and how they are able to diagnose problems and get better from it. I don't think there's any better example of that than, than what we saw last year. We'll figure out what happened with the 88, but um, you know, in, in fairness to those guys, I will say this. Junior talked about how, yes, the 41 had blown a motor, the 10 had blown a motor. He could only assume, now it may have been a false accusation, I think those were valve spring issues. He was assuming that this he was next in line at this point, and so they're just bringing it down pit road more or less to save the car. I believe Steve even said that. 
Junior's like, what do I do? Do I stay out? He goes, no, bring it down. Let's save the car. Save the car. Well, that was the mentality they were all under. So they, you know, what's the first thing you do when you're saving a car? You pop open the hood and see, you know, see where your problem is. Well, in hindsight, they didn't necessarily need to do that. And I think that's why Junior was talking about maybe I overreacted. Certainly the vibration was worth, uh, worthy of a reaction. But, uh, you know, they, they could have probably had a better strategy in place to, to not lose that many laps. They got two laps back. Yep. Well, before we get into Reaction Theater, let's remind everybody about Spy's exclusive deal for Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. It includes the Dirty Mo', McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farah for the ladies. Enter discount code DALEYA. DALEYA. That's D-A-L-E-Y-E-A-H at checkout and receive 20% off your purchase. The discount code can now be used in at Trackside at the Junior Nation Souvenir Hauler and right here in the Junior Motorsports Retail Shop. So you have no excuse not to go get yourself a sweet pair of Dirty Mo Spy Shades. All right, let's go to Reaction Theater. Well, this race just sucked. I'm sick and tired of when Junior's got a great car because the car was damn fast. He gets a shit engine. And I'm sick and tired of Princess Gordon. And I'm sick and tired of Jimmy. Okay, God, Jimmy won the race. Now we won't have to hear about how Jimmy had to win a race instead of being racist. Frustrating night. Didn't check and ask, and Jamie, uh, didn't they say pretty much they took the five's notes and applied it for the 600, and that's what, and then they won with it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the five was so fast and has been fast at Charlotte. Well, that five just had bad luck. That was just, yeah. you know, wasn't just yeah. bad luck. So. so, anyways. Yep. Tough night. All right. What's next? I'm calling to get the Dale Jr. fans up on their feet. Josh Wise, the driver of the number 98. DodgeCoin.com car has won uh, <laughs> voting for the All-Star race. Now they're trying to go after Dale Jr. for his most popular driver. Come on, Junior Nation. Rise up. Let them know what time it is. Dale, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. You old, know, Old Doe Coin uh, <laughs> is on a mission right now, it seems. Dodge so. Coin. Isn't that what he said? Dodge Coin. Dodge, Dodge Coin. Said, yeah. Get the manufacturer in there. Uh, yeah. yeah, they are. You know, there's something interesting. A lot of people have been asking me about that over the week. Uh, you know, certainly since the all-star race. And I don't think that they did any hijacking or anything or, or hacking of the system. I think that was straight-up passion. Now, listen, I'm all about Junior Nation. We got passion. He's right. It's, it's a wake-up call. It's a time to put the passion, you know, let, let it speak for itself and get Junior that 12th most popular driver award. I, I don't think there's any uh, – you know, hijinks going on by the Reddit people. No. They just sat there and they, they did what they needed to do. I feel confident we're going to get 12 in a row. All right, who we got next? I'm so disappointed in the boys tonight, man. You guys blew it. See a couple lights come on and go into the pit, lose three laps. I really hope you tighten something to make them finish that uh, race out because should have just stayed out there and let it blown out. Come on, Latart. Throw some balls. Let them go out there, blow up. Maybe you'll be around a couple Toyotas and take them out and then help everyone out. I mean, come on, man. Have them come in and pitch. Should have just stayed out there, blew it, finished 19, two laps down. I don't think anything was wrong with the car. A couple lights, come on, big deal. I like how he says, stay out there, blow up, take out a couple Toyotas. (laughs) Amanda, do you have any comment to that? I I don't even know what to say there. (laughs) Well, if you have lights blinking in your passenger car when you're driving down the interstate, do you not get concerned? 
Those, that's with, what they're for, that, isn't it? Yeah. If you see something blinking in your car, that you should have some sort of concern, in my opinion. If so. you see a blinking light in your car, your reaction should not be, well, this is the end. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is how it ends for me. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, my reaction is I'm going to drive faster and take out some Toyotas. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could do that. You see, that would be pretty funny, though, if Latart got on there and said, hey, man, I, I got some – if Junior says, I got some lights coming on in here, and Latart says – Take out Hamlin, <laughs> Kyle Busch, <laughs> and Matt Kenseth. All right, who we got next? Hell yeah. P19, blowing up with a quarter of the race to go, and I was sure it was going to be a 40th place night. And you somehow carried that car to a tw- top 20 finish. And you won your Twitter bet while you were at it. You didn't even scratch the paint. That's Superman. I don't care what the haters say, Dale. You're the best driver out there. You're my superhero anyway. Uh-oh. Wow. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Hello. I'm glad you cut that, that call yeah. off before it got any steamier. <laughs> wow. That was interesting. All right. What we got next? Hey, guys. My five-year-old has something he'd like to say to Junior. Good job, Jula. Um, you did the next time. Good luck next week. We'll try harder. Goodbye. I like it. Uh, starting from a very young age, yeah, we're getting yeah. fired up. Well, this very is a, good. This, this podcast is a family podcast. I mean, yes, it is. This is sort of like Nick Jr. over here. Yeah, well. Or, my mentality is, anyways. <laughs> yeah. The one before that was Nick Late Night. Yeah, uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> what we got next? Superman my ass. Faster <laughs> than a speeding bullet. Oh, crap. Looks like a piece of uh, kryptonite. Cost me $1,100. Feel like calling Jezel. And talking trash about their junky valve springs. He's, he's not happy, man. If you lose a lot of money now, boy, yeah, yeah, that's you, a big night. Have you, you ever gambled, sports gambled, Taylor? I mean, possibly. Would you put eleven hundred dollars on a no, NASCAR sir. race? No, never, no. I mean, I just mm-hmm. even in my most confident state, even in, uh, when I just feel like we've got this, eleven hundred dollars. I mean, yeah. of all the things that can happen in six hundred miles. Oh, I've uh, I've lost some money in Vegas, but um, I, I'm not going to put $1,100 down on a NASCAR race. Man. No, sir. No way. What we got next? Maybe you shouldn't run the Superman cars anymore, buddy. Uh, both times you've run them in the last year, you've had engine trouble. So maybe either go back to Batman or put the Flash or the Green Lantern or some other cool superhero on there. All right. Good run. Get them at Dover. All right. There you go. Coming up uh, this weekend, Monster Mile. Put the monster on there. Just put the monster on there. Right. Yeah. Just put the trophy on it. It's like a hood, <laughs> hood ornament. <laughs> what do we have next? Well, guys, I got to say, drunk again and very disappointed. Yeah. It seems like every week that's what we're getting. Since the Daytona 500, drunk and disappointed. Why can we not win a race? I know Junior Nation wants one. We all want one. We'll stand by him forever, but by God, we need a win. Yeah, uh, everybody wants one. Uh, but I, I love the attitude Junior had afterwards, saying, you know what, yeah. we have to go out there and be very positive. We had a lot of speed, and uh, we have to go out there and put the car on the track and expect to win, not expect to have any problems. I think that's absolutely the attitude you have to have, Mike. And you can still be drunk and have that attitude. That's oh, the key yeah. part here. So, uh, Well, no, Junior can't. Not during the race, at least. No, but Junior can't. We can have, be drunk and have that Th- attitude. That yes. gentleman can still be drunk and have the attitude. Gotcha. Absolutely. Last one. I have to start this call with an apology to TJ Major. What? TJ, I am sorry. I doubted you. Steven Steffen and Mike Hogue have no business being on a racetrack with you. I was wrong. 
Your $50 is on its way. Oh my on goodness. another note, Dale Jr. has driven three Superman cars. Two of them have gone to <laughs> He drove one Batman car, and he did donuts. Bring back the Dark Knight, and let's go splat, pow, bam. On to Dover. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to go to somebody's head when you, when you have uh, a competition like that. And everybody was worried, Mike, about how it was going to go to TJ's head. You know, just going to feed the feed the monster here. But Regan Smith made a good point before the nationwide race. He said, "Listen, it doesn't matter who would have won or lost that thing. Everybody." He said, "All of those egos are out of control." <laughs> that, that's yeah. That that is the best thing I've heard uh, since then. By the way, did you notice that Mike Joy brought up that race during practice on Fox Sports One? Did you know that, Taylor? You were working, I did I'm not. sure. Yeah, on Friday. I'm sorry, on Thursday. <laughs> wow. Uh, he brought it up. Well, God, no, when were was, they practicing? It, it was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, you're right. It there was, was no practice. It was Saturday. Yeah, it was either yeah. Thursday or yeah, Saturday. It was yeah. Saturday, and he brought it up uh, when they were showing Junior on the track. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is that is really cool. And Regan, um, unfortunately, well, he had to stick around and because Jeff Gordon's back was not feeling well, so right. he had to be ready to get in the car. And because of that, he, he didn't get to go to the Indy 500. I know. On Sunday, so I was I was disappointed for him for that. But you got to be there ready uh, in case uh, something happened to uh, well, to Jeff Gordon. But it's, uh, it's not like Regan's it having a, a great year. It's not like it was the second closest finish in Indy history or anything that he. Oh missed. my god, it was unbelievable! <laughs> it was it was awesome. By the way, Regan did. If you listen to the PRN broadcast on Saturday, Regan did a great job pitching uh, interviews to uh, to the next guy. Like I said, do you want to pitch this next interview? You want me to do? He goes, No, I got it. Hey, Hermie Sadler, who you got over there uh, as we get ready for this race today? I was pretty impressed with what. Regan Smith had to offer. He's no one-trick pony. That's good because NASCAR's got him doing some work at the country. Uh, what is it, Amanda? CMT the, Awards. The CMT Awards. Oh. Him and Chase uh, next week. Oh, nice. June 4th. Uh, so, and he June may 4th. be uh, having to utilize some of that. You may need to give him tips on interviewing people. I'll just put it that way. He was pretty imp- I was pretty impressed with what, what I saw the other day. Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902. That's 1-855-740-1902. And leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Now, remember, Wednesday, Fastlane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. She recaps Fan Day at Junior Motorsports and uh, several Ask Kelly questions from fans. Of course, Friday, we have uh, JRM 360, the podcast. Grand Prix did Dirty Mo Radio. Still has tempers flaring, yeah. and um, I'm sure we'll hear more on that. And, of course, uh, Amanda does a great job on Mondays with the recap of the Junior Motorsports Nationwide and Late Mile teams as well as Dale's Sprint Cup Series run, and that will be in Dover coming up on Sunday. And speaking of that, let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Well, Hogue is at the beach this week, so as far as productivity goes around here, well, everything's pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, in fact, it may even be better a little bit, Taylor, uh, with Hogue gone. So, Junior's got a busy week. It starts tomorrow. Now, we'll be announcing something. Listen closely. We'll be announcing something that you'll find very interesting, so stay tuned. It won't be hard for you to hear about it, so just stay tuned to life, and you'll hear about it. So uh, do that. He's also got some production work uh, for Kelly Blue Book tomorrow. Uh, That's one of the new sponsors on the 88 program this year. On Thursday, Junior's going to Chattanooga, Tennessee, for an appearance at the annual Best of Preps Banquet. Junior's never been to Chattanooga. I have. I used to live there. I went to school there. Go Warriors. From there, we will go to Dover, where the race weekend will get underway with practice on Friday, qualifying on Friday, practice on Saturday, and then the FedEx 400 Benefiting Autism Speaks will be on Sunday on Fox. Don't forget about the Nationwide Series. Regan Smith and Chase Elliott are going for the good guys. Taylor, did you realize that Junior Motorsports has had the point leader 
all 11 weeks this year. You know, I did, I did notice that the other day. It's just, I mean, what a year. I mean, Unbelievable. And, and the, great, the craziest part is that it's been different drivers. So it's like. Yeah, it's Elliott back and, and Regan, yeah. Yeah, back and forth between these two cats. So uh, Regan retook the points lead from Chase last week. Dover will be uh, a lot of fun as that continues to play out. And lastly, I want to say, and I know you do too, Taylor, that even though Memorial Day was yesterday, it's never too late to say thank you to our men and women who have served or currently served in our military. You know, as our boy Marty Smith says, you're all B.A. So that's, that's I, I right. just I want to get that in. And also, Taylor, I don't know if you can hear this, but there's a donkey going crazy. Yeah, there is. It's a different animal every week. That's right. Uh, good stuff this week from Dale Jr. We appreciate him very much. Amanda, awesome job. Congratulations. So Thank happy you. for you. Thank for you. Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. The Dale Jr. Download is presented by Spy. To see Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection, Head to spyoptic.com.